This is Bite Size History with the Saints. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Bite Size History with the Saints. Hey everyone, it's Megan. And it's Bradley. So this week we are kicking back off with our first recipe. Yeah. And we finally did something that we've always wanted to do. We got ostrich. It was, you know what, we're going to get into that. Yeah. Stick around if you want to find out. Yeah, so <laughs> so yeah, we're going to talk about the ostrich. Oh yeah, clickbait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about everything else but first things first let's talk about what we're doing with this round and why we started with egypt again well our first region is going to be northern africa and egypt is one of my favorite things in general of like egyptian culture and history so my dealer's choice i chose them for for autumn if anyone does not like it i'm sorry yeah Make your own list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because after this, we'll pick somewhere else for winter, spring, or summer. Yeah. When we get there. Yeah, exactly. But so we started with the ingredients that would be would have been readily available during like a harvest season, which will include carrots, onions, <laughs> barley, lentils, and ostrich. Yeah. And if you want to learn a fun fact about Sorry. We, <laughs> the child has decided they don't want to sleep right now. So if you hear them giggling, um, you get to enjoy the giggles of a uh, baby. He's very excited about ostrich. <laughs> what I was going to say before I was so rudely interrupted by a child's happy giggles. <laughs> if you want to learn more about ostriches and the idiom of burying your head in the sand like an ostrich, go check out Brad's Lab short I made on that one. Little cross promotion. What? What? Yeah, he did do a short on that. So, <laughs> hopping back into the recipe specifically, 
Um, a lot of this is going to be similar to the dishes we've made in the past. Um, specifically like the rabbit stew, where I believe that had lentils in it also. If I remember correctly. Yeah. It, it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. I think it was... It was one of the first recipes that we chose to do. Yeah, I think it was almost a year and a half ago. Yeah. I've, and, I've eaten a lot of food between then. We have eaten a lot of food. But one of the big things was, um, specifically like with ostrich... That was an ingredient that we really wanted to do for a while. And it was always kind of like, there's always like one random butcher that sold it. Luckily, that random butcher is now our favorite butcher to get this kind of stuff. So <laughs> all sorts of weird meats. Oh my goodness. And they're open on the weekends. It's perfect. Yeah. And they also had really good sausage rolls. Yeah. So we did that. Um, but so the ostrich... I did not expect it to taste like it did or yeah. look like it did. Yeah, I was going to say, it looked, it reminded us of a kangaroo. Yeah, but did not smell. Yeah, no, the, the smell, it wasn't unpleasant. It wasn't pleasant. It was just peasant. <laughs> it was whelmed. Like <laughs> it you, was whelmed. Like you can in Europe. <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing, though, was, and I, this might just be my own thought process of like an ostrich. I kind of thought it was going to look and taste like chicken. Well, I mean, you know, it's a bird. It's a bird. Why wouldn't it? But yeah. it does well, not. And you know what they say, everything tastes like chicken. Uh, true. But ostrich does not. No. <laughs> ostrich kind of tastes like a combination between beef and deer. Yeah. No, it definitely, it, it did not, I did not expect it to taste the way it tasted. And it was honestly nice. Yeah, it was really good. It had a good, so we got, um, we went ahead and got like a steak and we diced up like stew meat, and that really gave it good flavor. Yeah, it honestly, it worked well with all the other ingredients, especially the fennel. The fennel for me was the unsung hero in this meal. Yeah, I did enjoy the fennel, and I'd, I really enjoyed the coriander seed. I did make sure to toast them before grinding them up and throwing them in, because I feel like it gave it a bit of an extra quality. Yeah. Now, all the ingredients just kind of blended and meshed together so well. My only issue with the meal it looked very bland. It yeah, didn't I mean, taste bland. Well, and I actually called out in the art or in the uh, my review of it. I only gave it four stars because some of the bites were kind of bland, even yeah. for me. You Which know? is surprising. Cause... Yeah. I mean, ketchup is too much for me half the time. But I feel like some of the bites were a little bit too bland. I wonder if it would have done better with instead of a half tablespoon of uh, fenugreek seeds and, oh, I said fenugreek, fennel seeds and um, coriander seeds if it had gone full tablespoon for each. I think that that would have been way too much on the fennel because the fennel, it, the flavor it gave to the other stuff when it was stewing it was perfect by itself. was nice. And then every so often you would bite one and it would just pop and there'd be that flavor. Mm. I think if you would have added too much more, it would have been... A negative. I wonder if it would have been better with like something like collard greens. Oh. Or, and that's what I'm kind of wondering. And that would have given it more color. Yeah. And still would have been region and season appropriate. Yeah. No, I think that would have definitely been what would have brought this meal to the next level. Yeah. These are definitely things that like, like we talked about before, this is kind of an experiment. We throw it down and then we evolve the recipe after as we go forward. Yeah. And that's the thing is this is all just fun. Mm -hmm. It's for us to figure out, you know, what we're doing and how we enjoy things and for you to hopefully cook along at home. Exactly. Or just live through our misery. 
Well, and to be certain, it was fully edible. This is it wasn't like some of our. Yeah, I went back for seconds. Yeah. And part of that's because I can't have leftovers anymore, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, it actually was a huge portion. Like, yeah. there wasn't a lot of ostrich meat because ostrich meat is very expensive. I mean, any exotic meat, quote-unquote, yeah. is going to be expensive. Yeah, even they, they... Sometimes they'll try to sell bison for way more, and I'm like, this is farmed bison. Yeah, that's the thing I never understand, is like, maybe it's because we're from Kansas. Yeah. But when places try to like weigh upsell bison, I'm just like, no. <laughs> How about no? Yeah, but no, it was, I, if you have ostriches, I, I don't know if you do or not. Do you, <laughs> do you only have them for eggs or do you have them for meat as well? Could you imagine an omelet with an ostrich egg? That seems crazy. I mean, it would be enough to fill you up. It'd be like, it makes me think of like didn't the Flintstones. Gordon, didn't Gordon Ramsay cook an ostrich egg omelet? I don't believe so. I don't know. That man's cooked all sorts of things. Yeah, but that feels really weird. It feels like something would have been in the Flintstones. Yeah, I mean, those eggs were dinosaur eggs. Exactly. But, you know, the the, the ostrich eggs are ginormous, so... They are ginormous. Yeah, but it, I, I don't know. I swear, I'm gonna, we're going to have to look that up. But I swear Gordon Ramsay cooked ostrich egg. So our brief break determined I, that Brad was right. Yeah, it was. It happened in 2020. He, uh, he he cooked ostrich egg. He made scrambled eggs out of it. No, it wasn't an omelet. But no, scrambled eggs. But you just still like looking at that small little video that we watched. The the amount of egg egg coming from that egg. <laughs> <laughs> you have a dog. I heard you like egg. <laughs> Exception. <laughs> but it it would fill a family. Yeah, it'd be like a family serving of an egg. Yeah, how am I supposed to feed my family off of 500 grams of Jimmy Dean? <laughs> it makes me think of Stardew Valley when you get the large eggs. Yeah. And then immediately my response is, well, why doesn't this make like two things of ma mayonnaise? Maybe, why is it only one? Maybe you need to message the developers. I plan to, because it makes me very upset. Yeah, when you're at it, can you message and say that some of my trees won't get cut down? I should also complain about the animals getting in the way. Yeah, that's probably one that they've heard a lot of. They probably leave that one in there just to make people angry. Oh, for sure. So from there, we digress. Um, <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Egyptian harvest and like this time of this time of year. So in ancient Egypt, they actually have like one their calendar is a little bit different, and um, they had something that was called like basically like their harvest season, which was called. Um, the season of low water. Mm -hmm. It would be the time of the year that the Nile wasn't flooding. Exactly. You know, the Nile was notorious for flooding before they decided they were going to build the Aswan Dam. And there's all sorts of controversy behind that still. <laughs> see Brad's other video. Yeah, see, I've, I've, I've done a lot of videos. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so once they built the dam, it kind of stopped the flooding. And it's been causing issues some of them are valid issues others are possibly conspiracy theories <laughs> so if you're interested looking into the aswan dam and the nile river but go ahead megan so one of the big things with this is a lot like a lot of ancient egypt's seasons and everything very much go into spiritual context for them because you've got to take consideration well, that, like, literally, their main god is the sun. I mean, a lot of cultures based their 
you know, livelihood off the sun because the sun gave us life. So making it a god makes complete sense. Well, and one of the things that, like... Some would say that my son is my god right now because he controls every aspect of my life. He really does. (laughs) Well, and one of the things that, like, you know, when I was doing the research in regards to, like, the autumn season and Egyptian history, it's... It's not as clean and like clean and clear as like you would expect for other cultures. Like when you think of like Rome or not Rome, but like the Greek culture, you have like Hades and Demeter. And you know, that's a pretty famous story of, you know, Hades bringing down um Persephone and because of that Demeter stopped basically everything died because she was like the goddess of spring and life. And so the idea was when her daughter was taken away from her, everything died and that was the fall, per se. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Egyptian history doesn't seem to have as clean of a path to that. Well, but we do associate a lot of it with the um, the god um, Atum, who is basically one of the death gods. And it's not uncommon for religions, for a god to represent multiple things. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're representing death, why not represent the end of the season as well? The dying of plants. and Yeah. Yeah. No, Just like makes sense. you represent my death. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree with you on this. And I think it's it's one of those kind of things that we're going to have this more and more as we go through the different regions. Because these different ancient cultures are going to be very similar in that sense. Typically, it's probably going to be a god of death that's going to be associated with the autumn. Or the winter. Or the winter. And it's going to be a lot of focus on the harvest and other, you know, kind of end of end of the year kind of things. Yeah. I mean, winter time up until real recent was always the worst time of the year. Winter and early spring, because you have to make the food that you were able to gather during the fall last you. And if you didn't, then... You were pretty much SOL. Yeah, that's that's the big thing. Um, and that's part of the reason we chose to live on the coastline so much. Yeah. yeah. Fish are in season all the time. Yeah. Well, not I mean, not really in season all the time because of migrationary patterns and whatnot. But most fish, you can you can you can still survive pretty well off the coastline. Yeah. You, can, you know, you can make it work. Yeah. 
There, yeah. There's a reason that people in Minnesota still ice fish. <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason why people live in Minnesota. Well, yes, I, I. If you live in Minnesota, you know, I don't want to know what to say to you. <laughs> I, I, we, are, we are impressed by your t- uh, tenacious behavior. Yeah. I don't know why you would choose to live in a place that, you know, nature has smited so much, but <laughs> it's least... like living in, you know, Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Arizona is a place that I don't understand living in. I say we live in Canada and it never gets nearly as cold as what Minnesota does. Yeah. I don't think anything beat Michigan. Uh, in 20... Yeah, but that was the polar vortex. That was a terrible year. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Sure you did. Cold. Dark. Just like my soul. We were buried in snow for about four months. It was it was terrible. In Michigan. In Michigan. Enough said. <laughs> of all places in the world to be buried in snow. Right. <laughs> well, no, 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 let me also clarify. It was Lansing, Michigan. So that that will make a difference for a lot of people. I don't know those people because <laughs> I try not to associate, you know, with people who lived in Michigan. So I try not even to talk to myself. <laughs> he ignores part of himself. Yeah, every so, day. So, yeah. So with this recipe, though, um, it was really, I think, it, I feel like it's a really good, simple fall dinner. Yeah. It's one of those that even if you don't have ostrich, you could take in throw chicken into it. I imagine that would come out pretty well. Yeah, you could do chicken. You could do... Beef. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to eat it just plain vegetarian... Yeah. You could do that. I th- This is even vegan, isn't it? Uh, yes, it could be vegan because I didn't use a broth. Yeah. So, you know, you, you could just throw some water into it, eat it that way. I mean... Still season it. Don't just have water, barley, and lentils. That sounds. Don't tell people how to eat their meals. That, all right? Oh God, that makes my stomach hurt just even <laughs> thinking of it. Because that would be the single most boring meal I've ever heard of. Yeah, it's a perfect meal. Oh my God. But yeah, I know it's one of those that you know. If, even if you just don't want to go out and get ostrich or don't have access to ostrich, it's still great to take and eat. And honestly. It, it it would take and be perfect for that late autumn. Yeah, it's like right now it's you know not it's not even autumn yet. We're still technically in summer, but <laughs> we have t- uh, ten recipes to get through. So yeah, you know I mean it's currently here where we're at. It's twenty one degrees outside Celsius. Uh, I don't know what that would be in American, <laughs> but the rest of the world it's twenty one right now. So you know it's it's not cold. It's not warm. It's just that perfect temperature. <laughs> it's You just need a light jacket. I wouldn't even wear my light jacket. This is just like the perfect weather. He's never seen Miss Congeniality, so he doesn't understand that reference. I do not. <laughs> but uh, I think that when it gets to that late autumn, when the leaves have already started to mostly fall, and there's that just a little bit of a bite into the air, this would be perfect just to sit there and huddle with and... Just enjoy. Well, I definitely recommend pairing it with the flatbread that we did in the previous recipes. We didn't make it tonight, but we really should have because it was it would have been really good paired with this. Yeah, to be honest, we're we're slightly tired. Yeah, we're still <laughs> we're still trying to function as best as we can with the baby. Yeah, and having to go the three of us go into city center so that he can eat throughout the day. Yeah, because. Have a long drawn out thing that well, if you just, want more information, 
reach out. Yeah. We blame capitalism. Yeah, that's actually pretty much all it is. Mm-hmm. All I want for Christmas is to seize the means. <laughs> but on that note, to, to give everyone an update for next week, um, next week's one, we're going to be talking about the capitalism. His- <laughs> I mean, a little bit. <laughs> we'll be discussing the history of autumn. And it's going to be a more wide scale of all of the regions and just kind of like highlights. I, I'm sorry, but the history of autumn? You mean like what cultures thought of it or just like one day the leaf started to fall off the trees? <laughs> what cultures thought of it? Why would we do an entire podcast on when the leaves fall off the trees? I don't know. You just said history of autumn. <laughs> So that leaves it open to a lot of interpretation. <laughs> that leaves it open? Ah, ha, ha, ha. Ah, you're going to fall down some stairs today. <laughs> so, no, what we are going to do is talk about, like, how different cultures, you know, specifically highlighted the autumn and the historical impacts to it. Because we decided going forward on those in-between weeks, rather than us just kind of sitting there being like, we've done nothing and... This is where things are going. We're actually going to give you guys some historical context on things. Yeah. Going to do some work. <laughs> oh, my God. He sounds so disappointed. Ah, bantering is just fun. I mean, we can still banter. We've been bantering this whole time. Have we, though? Yeah. Because I feel forced. <laughs> this all feels very forced. Forced banter. It is. You know? <laughs> just doesn't feel right. It feels unnatural. It's not natural. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So, yeah, so uh, keep an eye out for that. But um, that's really it for this week. In the meantime, go check out the blog. Yeah, it's going to be up. Uh, Or it is up. Yeah, because, you know, this goes out on Monday and we did this on Sunday. I know. We're actually doing things how we're supposed to do it, like ahead of time. It's weird. Um, My whole time's thrown off now. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. And I feel like we have way too much energy because it's not done at like six in the morning. Yeah. But yeah, go check out the blog. If you want to help support the channel, head over to Patreon. Yep. You know, throw us a couple dollars, helps make these meals, helps us take in uh, on those nights that we're just too exhausted. Just order a pizza. Well, and it'll also give you access to the podcast completely ad free. Mm-hmm. And you also get to look at um, oh. some of the. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, you're fine. Keep going. Uh, you also get. He's going to have to join in eventually, anyway, right? <laughs> uh, you also can have access to some of the exclusive recipes that are like the desserts and sides that we've had over the years. And it honest, it helps support the channel. It helps us do what we're doing, and we yeah. appreciate every penny that we get. And we also appreciate your guys' support in general. If you have any feedback on any of the recipes, yeah, even just want to chat with us and be like. Hey, I, really... I tried this and you said it was good and it wasn't. So I'm calling you out <laughs> and then we'll take and we'll meet in town square at midnight. And uh, yeah, I know normally it's noon, but I don't want to take and go outside during the day. It's hot. Also, our schedule is really weird now. So it has to be middle of the night. Yeah. And just remember, if you shoot first, you're leaving an orphan. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was personally thinking it was more of a dance off with some snaps, but. Oh, well, fine. If you dance first, you're leaving a danced orphan. (laughs) (laughs) So on that note, we'll let you guys go this week. And yeah, as always, let us know what you thought of the recipe and feel free to reach out to us. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.